the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your uh, computer or your smartphone, watching me on Facebook Live, thanks a lot for tuning in. And that Facebook Live handle and all my social media, at Anderson Speaks is the handle there. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, Second in the entire country, WAVA 105.1 FM right here in the nation's capital and 1290 AM. And guess what? It's covering all of D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. And as you're driving along one of these beltways or uh, whatever you're doing, you know, it's good to just connect uh, and to talk about topics that matter. And of course, if you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. Uh, If you're not new, then you can say it with me. Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then Open Phone-In Fridays. Anything you want to talk about on Friday is fair game. Today is Wisdom Wednesday, and we're going to talk about the wisdom of empowering women in ministry. In just a few minutes, I'm going to introduce our very special guest, the author of a book uh, that you want to get in your hands, Embolden, a one-word title. You know I love those. It's a pretty book. It's published on IVP, and the author is Tara Beth Leach. So you're going to want to make sure to get that. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about uh, Pastor Tara Beth in just a moment. But before we do, we always like to open our show in prayer and also give you some other details just so you're clear on the direction we're going and how to get a hold of us in case you want to join the conversation. It is a call-in talk show, and so my lines are open today, and we're going to discuss the topic. Yesterday, my lines weren't open, and we discussed the topic, so it would be really interesting to hear your thoughts on women in leadership, women in ministry, and to have a fabulous author who can kick it with us right here on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Come on, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity you give us to talk about uh, leadership, about women, about uh, how you have created and fashioned us. Uh, We commit today's show over to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray together. Everyone said amen and amen. A couple ways to get a hold of me. You can give me a call right now. My lines are open, 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. If you're driving, just remember the word bridge. 
888-843-BRIDGE. Or you can always go to andersonspeaks.com or my favorite website for you, embracegracism.com. There you can learn what it means to be a gracist. All right. Now, listen, uh, let me tell you just a little bit about my special guest, Pastor Tara Beth Leach. She's a senior pastor of First Church of the Nazarene of Pasadena in Southern California. Previously, she served in churches in upstate New York in the suburbs of Chicago, a uh, graduate of Olivet Nazarene University and Northern Seminary. Uh, and she is a writer for Misso Alliance and the author of Kingdom Culture. But today, her new book is entitled Emboldened. The subtitle is A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. Pastor Tara Beth, welcome to Real Talk. How are you? I am doing very good. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here today. Well, I am so glad that you're here. I'm glad that we have your book. I'm lifting it up right now so people can see it on Facebook Live emboldened and it is subtitled a vision for empowering women in ministry by tara beth leach let me ask you pastor tara beth why did you write this book i wrote this book um it was really birthed out of a burden um that began to develop several years ago when i began to notice women uh, were not living into their full potential within Mm. the bride of Christ. Mm. I would often look out on a Sunday morning and wonder how many women sitting there in the pews were gifted and anointed women um, with gifts of preaching and teaching Mm. and leading and evangelism and didn't know it because their imagination did not have the capacity for it. Mm. And what I began to see was that there were systems um, within our churches, and many well-meaning affirming churches, mm-hmm. that that affirmed women in ministry, but there were systems that were keeping women sidelined and marginalized. Mm. And um, and I I have I have been saying for several years now that I believe that the Bride of Christ has an anemic imagination. Mm. Um, in particular, when it comes to empowering women in ministry, mm. um, our imaginations are limited to seeing only uh, male leadership platforms um, and tables. Uh-huh. And I believe that if we return to the imagination of the kingdom of God um, articulated in Jesus and um, birthed in the spirit of Pentecost when when Peter stood up and said, sons and daughters will prophesy, mm-hmm. uh, then we we will live into our fullness. And until then, as Carolyn Custis James often says, we'll continue to limp along gotcha. um, until we empower our women. Mm, well, there's so much we need to talk about. I can't wait to talk more because, you know, you sat in the churches, you'd see the women, you'd have an imagination that they could really be up there using their gifts. But then you ran into the systematic theology of women keep silent in the church. And if you have a question, just ask your own husband when you get home. I mean, that's good theology, right. isn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I just baited you, but I'm not going to let you speak just yet because I'm going <laughs> to run to my break. And as soon as I get back in three minutes, I need you to respond to that because we're, we're going to dance this dance. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, Pastor that's Tara great. Beth, for hanging with me. Friends, if you want to give us a call, now's the time. 888 bridge.
tired of living in that smelly basement? Well, let me tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Dr. Anderson would love for you to join his brand new public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's another great way for you to connect and follow the good doc. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out our previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. To join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson, just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. And we're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson on my Facebook Live page. Thank you, Gene Spaulding. Uh, Palomo for saying hi from Woodbridge, Virginia. Big shout out to Woodbridge as well as uh, Daryl Musgrove. Good afternoon to you and the rest of you uh, there. Sure enough, we can carry this conversation on to social media. You heard Best Buy waterproofing. Listen, if you got some water issues, mold or mildew or whatever in the walls, the basement smells, you got to call Andrew Altman, bestbuywaterproofing.com. You can find him there or just give him a call at 844-980-3707. He'll hook you up, and remember, uh, uh, anybody that does business with him, he gives uh, uh, the radio ministry 500 bucks. so that ain't bad, right? All right, listen, today, if you're just joining us, you joined in on a day that is about a topic that we need to talk about in the church. It's Wisdom Wednesday. We need God's wisdom of empowering women in ministry. I've got a special guest, Pastor Tara Beth Leach. She's the author of this brand-new book I'm holding up right now, Emboldened. A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. And so if you want to get in on the conversation, feel free to call us at 888-43-BRIDGE, or I may just hog her all to myself because, Tara Beth, I think you're about to teach us something here. Women in the church, be silent. Uh, and, you know, if you have a question, go ask your own husband. Is that a theology you agree with? Um, <laughs> well, no. It, yeah, I Passages like that are highly descriptive and contextual. Mm. And certainly, if you're married, I mean, communication is key, but not going to your husband in a uh, hierarchy 
a sort of way, as though the husband is above the wife. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So what about the whole idea of the husband being ahead of the wife and Jesus being the head of man and then, like, the father's the head of Jesus and that uh, passage of hierarchy? Do you, do you dismiss that or do you just kind of read it in a different way? How do you handle that? Yeah, so no, definitely don't dismiss it. Um, there's something going on there, and there's actually something really beautiful and profound hmm. um, and radically countercultural that Paul is talking about in that passage. But we have to be able to separate, you know, what is contextual, what is descriptive, and what is prescriptive. Mm-hmm. So often we get really tangled up into passages of Scripture, mm. and we think that it ought to be prescriptive, mm. um, when in reality a lot of it is descriptive of what's happening as a result of the fall. Right, so right. So, for example, I mean, we, we, we need to go back to the beginning, God's intention for man and woman. And in the beginning, we see Adam and Eve in just this beautiful togetherness and cohesion and unity. Mm-hmm. And even when God says this word helper, which we often um, use that word mm-hmm. as though it is, um, you know, a lower being Eve is lower, Adam is higher, mm-hmm. um, she's just a helper. But when we get into the original language of that word, that word is ezer, mm-hmm. which is also a word used to describe God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is God subordinate? No, definitely not. Mm-hmm. And so when we get into that, we, we, we see in the beginning God's intention for man, and when we see it together, it's a cohesion. So what went wrong? Well, the fall. Right. Then an evil came into the picture. It messed everything as up. As a result, it messed <laughs> everything up. And so as a result of that, we begin to see a new kind of context and a new kind of reality. Mm. This new context and new reality is not God's intention for man and woman. It is descriptive of how life will be as a result of the fall. God is not saying this is ideal. Right. Um, God is not saying you must do it this way, but it's it's descriptive. Hmm. And so then we see just throughout the Old Testament narrative and into the New, this, this, this hierarchy way of living between men and women and men lording over and, and women being subordinate. Right. It's more of the backdrop. Hmm. of the story of God, but not the ideal, not the prescription. Hmm. And so so then when we get into the Gospels, we see the way of submission and love, which is constant. I love the way Greg Boyd talks about it. He, he uses his language of the way of Jesus is constantly shimmying on down. So he, he says it's no longer lording over, mm-hmm. but it's lording under. It's not powering over. It's not coercing, but it's powering under. Mm. And this is there's, there's no place more beautifully that describes this than Philippians chapter 2, when it talks about, though he was in the very nature of God, he did not consider quality with God something to be used right. to his own advantage. And this is incredible picture of Jesus, as Greg Boyd says, shimmies on down, takes on the posture of a servant. Mm. And so then when we get into these household codes of Paul or the letters to Timothy about women keeping silent, we have to keep in mind, okay, uh, what was the description here? There was there was a hierarchy. 
Um, for example, we of course do not say that slavery was prescriptive in the household mm. codes. We know that that is a description of something happening. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to be able to identify again what is prescriptive and what is descriptive. Gotcha. Um, in, in, in the text, in, you know, with Paul's letter to Timothy, when he's asking women to keep silent, um, there was something going on there as well. You know, women were, um, Scott McKnight talks about women being this, these really just bold, outspoken women, um, the new Roman women, and they were disruptive to the church. Mm. And anyone who's a pastor who's been a part of a church knows men and women who tend to be disruptive. Right, And right. any pastor would ask them to keep quiet and knock it off. Right, right. And so then would you say that, uh, you know, you're a pastor and you're a senior pastor, do you ever have a problem um, with men not wanting to maybe submit or to follow you because you are a woman? Do you deal with that at all? Oh, absolutely. It has been incredibly costly um, mm. for the church that I serve to call me as their pastor. Mm. Um, we we lost a lot of people um, when really? they called me. Oh, yeah. Um, wow. About 500. Get out of here. 600. No. 500 out of 600? Uh, no, no, no. I'm five or six hundred. Oh, five or six hundred. Um, out, out of about mm, eighteen hundred. Okay. Arrived. Okay. So that's almost yeah. a third. Yeah. 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 We oh, lost a lot. Lord, did you um, ever gain them back? Yeah. We we definitely have gained a lot of new ones back. Okay. Many that have come because I'm a woman. Okay. Did that, um, did that hurt yeah. you? Did that hurt your spirit? Did that hurt your heart at all? Not in a way where I took it personally, but mm. more in a way where I knew that the church took this cost um, mm. because they believed in being led by the Spirit. Mm. And so so I think we all counted the cost, right? but I don't think we knew just how big it would be because, because that's attached to dollars. Yes, it is. It is attached to putting food on the family for uh -huh. pastors and associate pastors. That's right. And yeah. so I felt the weight of that, mm. that the church took this leap of faith. And it was it was really hard wow. um, on the church. We're turning the corner. Good things are happening. We're seeing signs of spring. Mm. Um, but there there were many people who even would say, "I just I really believe theologically. I get it. I'm there. I believe women can be in ministry. I believe women can be pastors. But I just am not used to it. And I just really want <laughs> right. a male pastor. I need a male. Um, and then we'd hear yeah. the other thing. I, I would also hear the opposite. Folks would say. You know, I just wasn't really sure what to think about women in ministry, but right. I think I kind of like it. Right, right. Well, 888-432-7434 is my number if you want to join the conversation. I'm talking to Pastor uh, Tara Beth Leach. She is the author of a brand new book uh, called Embolden. It's uh, published by IVP, one of my publishers, uh, InterVarsity Press, and it's a beautiful book with the subtitle, A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. And so here you, you lose these people along the way. Uh, do you find that when topics like uh, the Me Too uh, movement come up, that you are uniquely uh, challenged uh, to embrace the conversation differently, not just because you're a woman, but also because you're a pastor, a female pastor, leading a church. Do you engage it any differently than you would have if you weren't in that position, Tara Beth? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, anything that, I mean, as you know, Dr. Anderson is a pastor. Um, anything that is somewhat controversial as pastors, we really have to count 
<laughs> um, the cost as to what conversations we're going to get involved in. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I, I'm still two and a half years in mm. um, and still in a place where <laughs> I'm still trying to earn capital right. uh, with this with this flock. Mm-hmm. And so I am really careful about what I speak on publicly. But, but at the same time, I mean, things like uh, the Me Too movement and the Church Too movement, I have spoken out about that because it does matter. Mm-hmm. And what it does is it, it just a lot of the things that have been happening in the church over the last few years have been exposing mm. um, just the systems within the church. I mean, everything that's been happening, me to church to the political divides, mm-hmm. um, all of it is symptomatic of really sinful um, systems yeah. that we are standing on, and it's being exposed in a really mm-hmm. um, scary way yeah. almost um, but i'm praying that that the church responds in a way where revival is birthed um, instead of crumble mm. so what are some of the frustrations or pains you've dealt with as a as a female pastor and i say i ask you that because as our listeners are listening and, and calling uh, you know there's one thing to have a position on something there's another thing when you have a person that it's a real person, you know, it's not a theological topic when you were at Olivet or I was at Moody or whatever, <laughs> you know, you debate these things, you talk about it, but then when you deal with real people, it's like divorced people, you know, you had a position on divorce and all of a sudden now you're pastoring people that are, it changes the way you approach things. And there's some frustrations and some pains along the way. Have you had to deal with some of those? And if so, how? Pastor Terry, are you still with me there? Uh, 888-432-7434 is the number live in studio here. Make sure you give us a call. I see that you are calling from uh, uh, Severn, Maryland. But uh, Pastor Tara, uh, Tara Beth, you heard my question about the frustrations and the pains. Tell me about that. Uh, looks like I don't have uh, Pastor Tara. Okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to run to a commercial break, and as soon as I get back, let's make sure we get her on the line. Hey, Michael from Severn, Maryland, and uh, Desmond from Springfield, hold on. I'm coming back to you in just a moment, so be patient with us, and we'll be right back. If you're just tuning in, it's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I've got Pastor Tara Beth Leach on the line with me. Emboldened is her book. Look it up. Google it even now. A Vision for Empowering Women in ministry.
Todd Chapman here with Food for the Poor. I just returned from Haiti, where I met too many families who are clinging to life because of lack of food. So I'm coming to you to ask for your help. You probably know that Haiti is the poorest country in this side of the world. The average person struggles to earn just $2 a day. I met so many families who survive by raising crops on small plots of land, but those fields are now dust bowls. Even the lucky few who find work are only able to make enough money to buy a cup of rice each day. It's not enough to feed their kids. They're desperate, and so I'm calling on God's people to help. Through Food for the Poor, you can feed a starving family of four for an entire year for just $320. And you can give them access to clean, safe drinking water for life. $320 can bring hope back to these families in the name of Jesus. Just $27 a month for the next year. Can you please help? Call 855-860-4673. 855-860-HOPE. Or give online at wava.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Anika Prather, and several years ago, I went on a journey to find a school that would provide a Christ-centered yet more open way for my children to learn. I was especially looking for this type of school for my oldest son, who is a unique learner. He is creative, strong-willed, has a high critical thinking ability, and just simply walks to the beat of a different drummer. I could not find a school that would allow my son to freely express himself and receive a Christian education. I prayed for direction, and God led me to to open the Living Water School in Maryland. The Living Water School allows students in grades K through 12 the freedom to learn in their own unique way, but also disciples them in the Word of God. 1 Peter 2.16 says, Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. The Living Water School is now adding a preschool for ages 2 to 4. Find out more at the LWSchool.org. Living Water is now enrolling pre-K through 12. Go to the LWSchool.org. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 800- 671-7070. That's 800-671-7070. 800-671-7070. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. I'm back. Dr. David Anderson right here in the nation's capital. Thanks a lot for joining in on WAVA today and on Facebook Live as well. Our special guest, in case you're just getting in the car, uh, Emboldened is the title of the book and the subtitle, A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. And our special guest is Pastor Terry Tara Beth Leach. She's a senior pastor of a church out in uh, Pasadena, California. If you got to be called to some place, I guess you can be called to sunny Southern California. And the church is the first church of the Nazarene. Uh, let me give you our number, and I'm going to have uh, Pastor Tara Beth uh, answer a question. Then we're going to go to the phone line. So, Michael and Desmond, thanks for holding on. My number here is 888 432 7434. 
uh, Pastor Tara Beth, we were talking about uh, just the frustrations and pains that you may have had to deal with as a senior pastor. Can you talk to us about that? Pastor Tara? All right, let's go to Michael on uh, line one. Uh, Michael, are you there from Severn, uh, Maryland? Uh, let's see. It looks like we may be having some technical difficulties again. I'm so sorry, my friends. But listen, I want to talk to you. Hit me on Facebook Live. Our engineers are working on those little demons going throughout the technology of uh, the wires here. So we're working on it. 888-432-7434. That is the number live here in studio. Can't wait to get uh, uh, Tara Beth back. Michael, are you there? From Severn, Maryland. Michael, going once, going twice, and gone. Hey, well, listen, do this for me. Uh, hit me up on Facebook Live because I want to read your questions. We're pulling them up now uh, so that way we can talk about uh, what your thoughts are with regard to women in ministry. Uh, you know, yesterday when we talked a bit uh, about it, we were saying that, you know, uh, just like Tara Beth was saying earlier, things are prescriptive and and descriptive. Uh, Norman Esposito asks on Facebook Live, please, can you, uh, you repeat the name of the book? Yeah, uh, the name of the book is Emboldened, A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. I'm holding it up now, Norma, if you want to uh, look on Facebook Live. Uh, Norma Esposito says, my daughter is a pastor. Thank you so much. Love your program. Uh, Gary Moore also uh, highlights uh, Tara Beth Leach on my Facebook Live page as well. And Sherelle uh, Doy, thanks a lot for, for checking in. And hello to Linda uh, Genty Iskerzak. Thank you so much uh, for uh, writing in there. And by the way, you can call me anytime on this same line, 888-432-7434. Uh, even when I'm not here, you can leave a message. Uh, and whatever your questions are, we can always try to answer them on an open phone in uh, Friday. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to run to a break so we can still work on these details because you got to hear about Pastor Tara Beth's uh, frustrations, her pains, and also I want to hear how she came to know Jesus Christ as her Lord and Savior. And then we're going to dive just a little bit into the book. What is the book itself about? What's her favorite chapter? And where should, how should you read this book? Maybe you ought to give it to somebody as well. This is what we're going to talk about. 888-432-7434. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Didiuhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Didiuhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychologist.
Psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Hi, Jewel. This is Dr. Hi. Anderson. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson, and hello to your guests. First, I want to thank you for Best Buy Waterproofing. Okay. They are outstanding. Yeah, and I'm scheduled to get my work done in a week, but I just want to thank you. The free home inspection, they came out. Love it. It was just absolutely amazing. They have over 30 years of experience, and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call, 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Have you heard any good lawyer jokes lately? Well, let me tell you about a lawyer who is no joke. That's James McCollum. He's a no-nonsense attorney who understands the law and he knows the Lord. When I have need of legal advice, I have contacted James McCollum. If you need legal representation, contact James McCollum at 301-864-6070. That's attorney James McCollum at 301-864-6070. And that's no joke. We're back. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm holding up this book, Emboldened. Emboldened. It's written by Tara Beth Leach, A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. Uh, Tara Beth, welcome back uh, to the show. I was asking you before the break about frustrations and pains being a female pastor. Help us with that. Tell me what you're thinking. Yeah, sure. There are, um, I mean, they're just like all for all pastors, there are mm-hmm. good days. And there are hard days. Right. And sometimes for women in ministry, our challenges are very unique um, because the attacks that come are uniquely related to our gender. Uh-huh. Um, and so there have been times uh, where I've been preaching and a gentleman walked up with a letter in his hand while I was preaching, sat down in the front row. He waited until I was done and he handed me a letter of all the scriptures that he believed um, that, that our church was, was going on the wayside, that we were going to hell because mm. we had a woman pastor. And he was really aggressive with me. Mm. Um, there was an incident recently where a um, man from our congregant, um, after two and a half years of me pastoring this church, um, he wrote an open letter to me um, on Facebook mm. um, saying that the church had lost its favor because mm. they had called a female pastor. Right. Um, it Lovely. was a very aggressive letter. It was very public, mm. um, and it was very painful. How would you handle it? And Yeah, well, I didn't respond mm. um, to him. Gotcha. Um, I trusted that the church would respond for me right. and um, that some of our elders and leaders would 
would jump in and respond, and they did. Okay, good. Um, so I did not have to say anything to him. My concern more was for other women in ministry right. who might have been triggered from that experience. Right. Um, and then what, about, what, about your, what about your husband? How did he yep. deal with all that? <laughs> oh, yeah. That particular experience was pretty tough for him and yeah. actually probably one of the toughest. We've experienced a lot in is ministry. He, now, in um, ministry, is he allowed to punch somebody in the nose if they're in the congregation, or is that not allowed in your denomination? Yeah, he often <laughs> has that same question. <laughs> uh, it's really hard for him to not take the protective stance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so in that particular instance, he actually did respond to the Facebook post immediately, uh, um, but then I I deleted it uh-huh. uh, because it wasn't super friendly, uh-huh. and he, and you know, but he met, I mean, I was yeah. not mad at him at all. Of course, he was, you're his he wife. was trying to protect, and you know, and it was a really hurtful and personal sure. letter. Mm. Um, well, pastors deal with this anyway, uh, yeah. Tara Beth, but I think it's unique when you're uh, a female pastor, and That's right. I think it's important for people to just understand uh, what that must feel like. Um, you know, I want to talk to you about just not just your giftedness, because you're gifted and the power of writing a book in Bolden, but where did it all begin? Your salvation story. Did, did you get saved at a young age? I did at 16 years old. Mm. Um, between the ages of 15 and 16, I was just had a hunger and a mm. thirst and a curiosity. Um, and so I began to search for some sort of meaning, and I ended up going to a local campus life outreach program, which is a part of Youth for Christ. Mm. And when I went, um, one of the youth pastors there invited me out to coffee and uh, we went to coffee the next day, and he shared some things, and which was the beginning of planting a lot of seeds in my heart. Mm. And he encouraged me to start reading my Bible. And so um, I pulled out a Bible that my um, staunch German Lutheran grandmother had given me, mm. and um, I began to read it. And I read through the Old Testament and into the New. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got to the Gospel of Luke, things began to shift. Things mm. began to make sense. Mm. And I really actually began to fall in love with the person of Jesus in the Gospel of Luke. Huh. I was so struck by the way that Jesus elevated uh, the voices and the stories and mm. the narratives of those who were hurting, of those who were considered to be outside of the people of God, of those um, who were often silenced. Um, Mm. Jesus moved toward the marginalized. And so I really began to fall in love with just the character and person of Jesus. Mm. So by the time I got to the end of the Gospel of Luke and to the cross, I was devastated. Mm. It was like watching a really terrible movie where uh, you know what the ending is going to be, and yet you're still yelling at the screen. No, right. stop. <laughs> run from the bad guys. You don't have to go there. You don't have to do this. Right. Um, even though I knew what Jesus was going to endure, it just crushed me. And mm. so I completed the Gospel of Luke. And on one end, I was devastated trying to grasp and understand the meaning of the cross. Mm. And on the other end, I, I, I knew that it was profound. And so I could do nothing but fall to my knees. Um, and the only words that could come out of my mouth were, thank you, Jesus. Oh, wow. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. You knew what And I sat done. there for about an hour, hour and a half on my knees next to my bed with my Bible open, just weeping mm. um, and saying, thank you, Jesus. And that was, that was my first real big yes 
mm. to Jesus, mm. um, which has now led me to series of countless of yeses to Jesus, right? Um, which led me to my yes to Jesus when when I was called into ministry just a few months after that. Oh, how about um, that? You know, yes to studying, going to seminary. It's just my life has been a series of yeses to mm. Jesus. Now, what was seminary like for you, uh, going in, declaring, hey, I'm going to be a pastor? That's not normally uh, how seminary classes are set up. <laughs> yeah, so I actually went to Olivet Nazarene University and mm -hmm. did something similar to like a Bachelor's of Divinity. So okay. I studied ministry in my undergrad. I see. Um, Olivet is a liberal arts school. And so um, I did a Bachelor of Arts in mm. ministry and gotcha. jumped right into ministry out of college, mm -hmm. got married, was serving as an associate pastor. And after a handful of years of serving in a ministry, I was ready for more. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, you know, level 300 Greek and theology right. classes, that was great for my undergrad, but yeah. I was just ready for more. Gotcha. So when I went into seminary, I was already serving as a pastor and gotcha. I just had the most incredible experience at Northern Theological Seminary. Mm. And, uh, you know, uh, Scott McKnight, of course, writes a uh, foreword for your book. I'm sure you guys have uh, yeah. learned a lot from one another, haven't you? Yeah, he's, he's a dear friend and mentor of mine. Um, I got to serve as his uh, teaching assistant for a few years while mm -hmm. I was there at Northern. And he's really been um, influential and uh, formative for me as as a young theologian and pastor. Mm-hmm. Now, in the book, uh, you connect women in ministry to mission and not so much yes. to justice. Why? Yes. And, and what's the difference between the two? Yeah, well, and it's, it's not that it's not a justice issue because it is an injustice. For me, the bigger issue is that it's a mission issue. That, mm. uh, again, to quote Carolyn Custis James, she talks about that the church, the bride of Christ, will continue to limp along for as long as women are held back. Mm. And there is a mission at hand. And more than ever, we're living in this post-Christian context. The landscape is shifting. Mm -hmm. There's what many are calling the rise of the nuns. Many are walking away from the church. Mm -hmm. More than ever, we need workers for the harvest. Mm. And I don't know about you, but if I were dying on the ground having a heart attack, I wouldn't care if it were a male or a female doing CPR on me. Right. Uh, in right. the same way as we're observing just a strange shifting in the church, and I know many are scared and saying it's, you know, soon it's going to crumble. Um, mm -hmm. I beg to differ. Jesus said the gates of hell will not prevail, and we know mm -hmm. where this story is going. Yeah. And at the same time, we need men and women to rise up and take hold of their callings because there's a mission at hand, mm -hmm. and it's time that we get on with it. Right. And so, so for me, like, yes, justice, injustice, that's important. But what really matters is the mission of God. So for me, it's more of a reframing. Mm. Well, you know, women are listening to this who may feel called to lead in ministry or lead in missions. What advice would you give them? Yeah, the advice that I always give is take the next faithful step. Mm. Oftentimes we get just so overwhelmed and we think about all of the what ifs. Right. You know, if, if if it's a calling later in life and they have kids at home and, mm -hmm. you know, they have a job, um, just take whatever that next faithful step is. Mm -hmm. So the next faithful step might be starting and going to seminary. Um, or the next faithful step might be to 
um, talk to your pastor about it. Or the next faithful step might be to look for places to steward and grow and cultivate your gifts. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. Try not to get too far ahead of yourself. Just take one faithful step after the next. Mm, That's good advice. And then what advice would you give men, Uh, men who struggle with uh, seeing women rise in leadership? Maybe they're fearing uh, something because of their masculinity, or maybe they're fearing something that is an assault on everything they learned or everything their mother taught them or their father taught them. But it's a it's a serious um, struggle, not simply I want to keep women down, but like you said, something is shifting. What would you say to men? How do you help them here? Sure, sure. I would say begin with praying a prayer, Lord, accept my heart. Why do I feel this way? Mm-hmm. Why am I angry? Why am I having trouble here? Mm-hmm. And then push yourself to live into the words of Paul when he says in Ephesians 5.21, Christians submit to Christians. Mm-hmm. Submit, Christians submit to one another. Mm-hmm. Push yourself in a spiritual practice and finding a couple of female pastors, and I double-dog, I triple-dog dare you (laughs) to listen to those women pastors on a podcast, pick a few out, and listen to them every week, and just open yourself up Mm. to the work of the Holy Spirit and see what the Spirit does. Mm. Now, if people wanted to hear you on podcast, Tara Beth Leach, would they be able to do that? Yeah, we have a um, podcast channel, um, Paz Naz. Mm-hmm. Um, P-A-Z-N-A-Z, it's such a weird name, I know, but that's the one we've been called for years and years and years. Is so that because it's in Pasadena? Our, it's in Pasadena, uh-huh, yeah. So gotcha. our, our, yeah, and we also are on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, all of that. Oh, that's great. Well, probably under the same name, Paz Naz, right? Yeah. All right, well, that's Paz great. Naz. So, friends, maybe you can even take uh, Tara Beth Leach up on that practical application and listen listen to her podcast and listen to her on Facebook Live and challenge yourself to see, is the Spirit of God moving here and what is it inside of me that is conflicted? Uh, Today we've been talking with Tara Beth Leach. She is the author of a brand new book, Emboldened, A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. When we get back from this short commercial break, we're going to land the plane together, so don't you go anywhere. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. See website for details. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK? At the LASIK Vision Institute, that's what I'm doing. Uh, My glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text WISH to 350-350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount on LASIK packages, text WISH to 350-350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's W-I-S-H to 350-350. A couple witnesses angels at a dangerous car crash. A man is healed on his deathbed and given another chance to live. 
Two Christian pastors perform an exorcism on a psychic possessed by demons. A man thought his baby died until the impossible happened. These miracles are true and are chronicled in the first book of a new series, When God Happens, True Stories of Modern Day Miracles. When God Happens is compiled and edited by best-selling authors Angela Hunt and Bill Myers. Hunt and Myers came together to remind Christians God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God has not turned his back on us or left us to our own devices. If you have an exciting miracle you'd like to see shared in the next edition of When God Happens, visit the website at whengodhappens.com. Get your copy now of best-selling authors Angela Hunt and Bill Myers' miraculous new book, When God Happens, True Stories of Modern-Day Miracles. Available now at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold. Sell your home fast and for more money. That's exactly what Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty did for some happy clients in Arlington. Don, we met this couple who had their house on the market for 272 days with another agent, and it didn't sell in one of the hottest areas of Arlington. They followed all of our advice and our plan to a T, and the home was ready to put on the market in three weeks. We sold it in six days for $6,000 more than the previous list price where it failed to sell. Many sellers think anyone can sell a house in this market and the reality is that over 40% of homes that went on the market didn't sell last year. On average over the last 12 years, 95% of our listings have sold and we normally beat the market by over $26,000. If you want to make sure your home sells and doesn't sit, call Christy Moore of Local Expert Realty because she will sell your home in 58 days or she'll buy it. Call 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And what a privilege it is to serve you, walk with you, learn from you, and stretch you all at the same time. By the way, if you're single, my single listeners event is coming very, very soon. Make sure you email. Uh, just go to andersonspeaks.com. Say, I want the information. They'll send it to you. It's going to be on September 13th in the evening. You don't want to miss it. So uh, make sure you send that email. They'll send you the information. Well, today we've been talking with a very special guest, Pastor Tara Beth Leach. She's senior pastor in California at First Church of the Nazarene in Pasadena. If you want to know more about her, just go on social media, PazNaz. You can hear her podcast or see her on Facebook Live. But she is the author of the book, Emboldened. I'm holding it in my hand, A Vision for Empowering Women in Ministry. You need this book. If you're a man, you need it because you get to empower women. If you're a woman in, uh, you, you know, thinking about, you know, life, ministry, theology, uh, you need the book because you want to make sure that you have the underpinning and the understanding. And I just have to say to you, uh, Pastor Tara Beth, what I what I like about you and what I sense about you is your spirit. 
uh, not just your theology, but truly your calling, your relationship with the Lord and your spirit with which you do ministry. So thank you for the grace that's coming through you today. Thank you for that. Yeah. Is there any final word you want to give us before we uh, pray and, and get off the air here? Yeah, it's this book was written with a burden and a longing for the church, the bride of Christ, to live into her full potential. Mm -hmm. So whoever you are, male or female, my prayer for you is that you would live an emboldened life. Mm. That is a life where you are allowing the spirit to show you who you are in Christ, a son or a daughter of the resurrection, that you have gifts, that you are not meant to be a sideline Christian, mm. but you are meant to be activated, to be propelled and impelled by the Holy Spirit to live into your gifts. And so if you are a male listening and you see women who are not living into their full gifts, go out of your way to speak words of life and empowering and emboldening in them mm -hmm. find ways to come alongside of them resist male only friendships resist male only platforms and make space for your sisters at the table because the mission of god needs it right now we need men and women at the table so my prayer for the church is that we mm -hmm. would be an emboldened church of men and women of all races and gender coming together and living into her fullness in the mission of God. Mm, well, that is well stated, well said, and looks like the Holy Spirit can work whether you're wearing hiking boots or heels, huh? Amen. <laughs> amen. And I, amen. <laughs> I heard that. Hey, thanks a lot for not only writing the book, but for hanging out with me today on Real Talk. Thank you. God bless you. Let's pray together, friends. Lord Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity we have to serve together as men and women, male and female, representing the very image of Almighty God. And we do pray uh, for uh, Tara Beth's ministry, as well as, Lord, her church and her marriage. Just be all over her and cover her. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.